everybody you meet knows something you don't. And being able to, to have that connection uh, is there and just create a little tiny bit of listening space and you can learn some stuff. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Cream City Pacers. I want to say thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoy this show and many more to come. The theme of this podcast is pretty simple. Every big race has designated runners known as Pacers, and this show is going to follow a similar theme. We're going to focus on the Pacers of Milwaukee, you know, the people who are helping shape our city. And oh yeah, they probably also happen to be runners. For this very first episode, we sit down with a good friend of mine, Patrick Beezer. Patrick is the fearless leader of the original Milwaukee running group, or OMG for short. The reason I got running was because of OMG. Back in 2014, my wife dragged me out for a run, and ever since I've become a runner. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here on this show today. So it's only fitting that we have Patrick Beezer on for the first episode. Patrick and I sit down and talk all things OMG. Talk about how he got started with the group and what the group has become today. One really cool part is the group offers 14 different runs a week right now, and they also host Milwaukee's largest beer mile. That's not until August, so you got a few months to train if you're interested. We also talk about all the different events that OMG puts on throughout the year. And one thing we learned quickly is that they have fun outside of running. If you're currently a member, then please enjoy these stories you probably already know. If you're new, then Patrick hopes they inspire you to come out for a run. Make sure to stay around until the end. You're going to hear Patrick deliver his answers to our very first Cream City Pacers rapid fire questions. If you enjoy the episode, I ask that you please subscribe and share with your friends. Now, without further ado, on to the show. Patrick, welcome to the show. Hey, Alex. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being the very first guest this on our honor. podcast. I'm honored to have been chosen uh, from among your many, many people that you could have chosen from. Uh, you probably threw a dart at the at the board and, and got my name, but n- nonetheless, here I am. Yeah. Well, we won't go into details on that, but we appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah. So, I know you. You're a dear friend of mine. We yeah. go back many years, but. I would like for you to introduce yourself. Sure, sure. I'm uh, um, Patrick Beezer. I'm um, the or- uh, organizer of the Milwaukee Running Group, Milwaukee Running Group OMG. We can go in that a little bit, uh, where the name came from. And also um, president of uh, uh, Northwood Software, a local digital marketing firm in Milwaukee. And also um, a long time, the longest, my longest standing title is assistant scoutmaster of Boy Scout Troop 61. So those are my uh, many passions. I, I'm, I'm involved in that. Too many things, too many things. You were involved in a lot. How long has the Boy Scout leadership been? 45 years now. That's impressive. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it also gives you half a clue. Of, I am 47 years old, so I started when I was two. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the jokes. Well, you're involved in many things. Yeah. We are here because you are the organizer of OMG. Yes, uh, yeah, started that. Uh, I didn't start the, the Milwaukee Running Group. Uh, I, I get asked that question. It's most frequently asked question. I get um, inquired. And uh, the, the group was started by a, a gentleman named Harvey uh, back in 2011, November 2011. 
And I met Harvey about uh, two months after he started the group. So he started in October, actually about a month. I started and I joined up in November of 2011. I was member number 11 in the group. And, oh, that's uh, always great when you can do numbers. Like, you know you were number 11. Yeah, well, I had access to the records early on, so I could see it right in there. And I, I actually know a couple of people are still in the group that, that um, John Gamrat is still in the group. John Gamrat was in there. He was number seven or six or seven, number number early on. So we don't name any names because people don't know who all these people are. But um, but uh, I was very early on. And so I was a very happy participant in the group for probably um, a year or so before I stepped more into um, among one of many people that stepped into more of a leadership role. So I, I certainly was not a the primary leader early. And uh, even in, in the middle part of it, there was probably eight or 10 people that were very active in helping organize stuff. And we just kind of divided the leadership amongst ourselves. So um, one of the, uh, uh, Dan Sujewski was probably the, the godfather of the group, the man after Harvey who, who gave it the, the biggest push. Shout out to Dan. Dan's a great guy, uh, lives up in Cedarburg now, a little bit farther away. But he, um, uh, he put the energy into organizing all of the early activities, the runs, expanding the number of runs that we did from uh, one a week to two a week, uh, to putting some of the first dinners together where we went out and socialized together, putting some of the picnics together. And that's what really defined the group early on was the, kind of the fun social nature of it. Yeah, so for people who don't know uh, OMG, it's a very social group. It's a lot of, hey, let's run and then go have a beer. Go have a beer. Do something fun. Go out for dinner. Is that how the original group was? Or was it more just, hey, kind of meet up, let's just run, and then... First six months was meet up, go for a run. Uh, it was wintertime, it was dark. We really didn't know what each other looked like. Uh, I remember <laughs> the, the first time daylight savings time came in March, and uh, we met for an evening run, and it was daylight out. And uh, people, uh, we saw each other, and, and it's like, oh, that's what you look like. <laughs> it was warmer, you know, your, your jacket and your hat was gone, and you had a better sense of what somebody looked like. So that's was, always... for six months, we were pretty anonymous. That's always the best when you go to an event like that's not running with running people, and you're like, oh, this is like what you look like. I usually never see you. I just hear your voice when we're running. Right, right. But we got to know each other through our running styles. You could run behind somebody, and I could, I could recognize Bridget from uh, you know, three blocks away just based on her, her running style. So you didn't know the face necessarily, but you could see uh, the way that somebody would run, which is kind of cool part of being in a running group is you, you learn the footprint, the fingerprint, the running print, of uh, each person in the group. Yeah, then you can spot people from you a mile away. You're like, ah, I know who that is. Yeah. So were you, in 2011, was that your first time getting into running? Or were you previously a runner in Milwaukee looking for someone to run with? Yeah, funny story. So um, uh, I started, I've been a runner most of my life uh, since I was a teenager. Um, but I'd never run more than five miles my entire life. So the, the longest distance I ever run was five. I joined the group, and the very first run we went on was four, and so that was fine, uh, and I was able to keep up with the, all the people, the, the 10 people that were in the group at the time. But uh, very quickly, I learned the thing called the long run, which is, tends to be done on weekends, and so <laughs> uh, they went out and they did an eight-mile run, which was three more than I'd ever done, and I came out of that pretty exhausted, And uh, but up for the challenge, I finished last, not, not that it was a race, it wasn't a race or anything. But I, I came in last, and then the next week they did 10, and then the week after that they did 11, and, and pretty soon my mileage was going up, and it was, it was tough. And I thought, this is just crazy. And then they asked me what marathon I was training for, and I said, 
what's a marathon? <laughs> and uh, so, you know, so, so given that I'm so active in the running community now, um, I, I really didn't know, and I, was, I wasn't training for anything. I was just hanging out with friends and, and enjoying the social nature of it. That's, that's yeah. funny. It's funny to think when most people start running, um, if you haven't ran your whole life or haven't been into like the racing scene, that it's, you know, you just kind of run a few miles, then all of a sudden it's more mileage. A few more. Doing it, <clears throat> yeah. A few more. And yeah. then it's like, well, hey, Patrick, you just ran 11 today. <laughs> yeah. You need to sign up for a marathon. Yeah. And now Patrick's the one at the running group running around and saying, hey, good run. Time for you to sign up for a marathon. And yeah. you have all these people going, you're crazy, Patrick. Yeah. You're crazy. Yeah. In all fairness, I don't pressure people in the marathon. But they do get sucked into that, that little marathon vortex. So when I started with OMG, it was the same way. It was like, oh, I ran. You guys would go on your six mile. It was the winter too. You guys would do your six mile uh, out and back to Back Bay or Big Bay. I would make it to Atwater, which was like a mile and a half and back. And it would be like four miles. And I'd be like, this is it. Look at me. And then, you know, the next week it was like six miles. And then you're increasing your mileage. Yeah. And then the next thing everyone starts going, hey, when, uh, what race are you doing? When's the half? And you're like... 13 miles? No way. I can't hardly run five. And now, you know, after you start doing it, yeah, definitely. Well, you were a big basketball player, right? Sure, once a week. Yeah, well, okay. I played sports in high school, but running was never my thing. Yeah. So, and you you see that, I feel like you see that with with a lot of, with the running group is people showing up and not, not, not a ton of background running. And actually seeing the transformation of folks starting to actually run and do races and we become get, runners. I'd say half the people that, that join our group uh, in any given week, and there's probably five or six people a week that join, um, at least half of them are beginner runners or slower runners or haven't any experience with it at all. And I'm, I'm sure their, their heads are, are filled with all sorts of questions. So how do you do this and what can they do? And we all say, just show up. And, um, you know, if you have to run, walk, we had a guy just last week, he came and he ran, walked, he, he ran a half mile and he walked half mile and that's totally cool. And, uh, and nobody asks questions. It's just the fact that you're so proud that somebody showed up and they're taking that first step and they're just kind of putting their energy into it. So I, I dig that. I get energy off of that. Yeah. Uh, when people come by. It's awesome. And just like the excitement everyone has, like you usually start a run going like, Hey, what new runners are here? And it's just like, Okay, let's see what paces are you like. What pace are you? Who can you run with? And it's very like, yeah, try to let's get you involved so you're not run walking by yourself. But you can run walk with other people run walking, or you can be at the front of the group with a couple of people we know will be in front yeah. of the group, yeah. or fall somewhere in between. Yeah. So. Of everything, so it's neat to, to to meet new people. I always try to find who they are, try to find some bit about them in the, the two minutes where I'm saying hi that is interesting, so that you can have just a look. What you know? What do you? What, what do you do or what brought you here or, or you know what what are you looking for are you doing a race um, hey those are cool shoes you got over there wow you know where do you get green shoes like that and um, you know just something to hopefully make them feel comfortable and then um, a connection so some sort of connection thing and, how, um, how many active <clears throat> runners are there in OMG right now so I define active as someone who uh, participates at least um, uh, one two three four times in a month is that I do it over a quarter. It's about but, once a week. Uh, yeah, but basically once a week would be an active member. Doesn't have to be same day, but if you come in a month, in a one month time, if you come four times, maybe you do twi- twice one week and then you went on vacation, whatever, that's an active member. And so of that, there's probably about 200 people right now that are active. Uh, so if I look at, we actually, we have a thing called winter points, maybe we can go in there a little bit later on, but uh, 
well, you get a point every time you show up. And so we have a spreadsheet. We keep track of that because uh, uh, I know everybody's name, which is kind of fun. And so we go and we check to see who's coming. And uh, I check their names on. Right now, there's about 200 names on that list. Um, and I know there's people uh, who are uh, active members who are not, weren't active in December because uh, they're on vacations or something else going on. Yeah. So injuries, injuries to it. The winter running points is to get people coming yep. during the winter so months when everyone's that. trying to hide and hide and not run. OMG is encouraging everyone to come out and get involved, which is awesome. Yeah. You implemented this. This is the third year of it third now? Third year. Yeah. The third year of it now. And I'll tell you what, it gets people to come out. Yeah. So, so I was, how does it work? So, so why... Do you, it's like a loyalty program. You know, you go to you go to Walgreens, and every time you buy something, you get a couple of points, or, or you get a frequent flyers when you go flying with United Airlines. And every time you do something, you get uh, a little credit. Now, all of those programs have some sort of monetary award in here. All you get for showing up is one point. But just the fact that you get a point seems to draw people out for runs. I have you wouldn't believe how many people come up and. Just leading up to December, as you know, because you saw all the comments on our Facebook page, up here, when do winter points start? When do winter points start? And and then they were lobbying because there was a couple cold days in November, and they said, this isn't fair. We should be getting points. And I said, oh, no, December 1st is when it starts. And so it's a big, huge motivator. It's some sort of intrinsic magic. I, I want to study this someday in a psychology lab as to what is it about just getting a point that makes people show up. Because attendance surges in December, and then towards the end, it goes from December 1st to March 1st, is every time you show up at a run, you get one point. Uh, if it's below 20 degrees, you get two points. And if it's below five degrees, you get three points. And so on those days when it's pretty cold and miserable outside, we actually have better attendance than we had in all the previous years because you get three points. You know? And what are the points good for? Well, uh, we have a shirt that we, pub, uh, we print up. Uh, limited edition that's available um, uh, in the April-May time frame. Uh, it's a long sleeve tech shirt, nice shirt, with a beautiful design on the front. One of our members designed the, the front of the, uh, the, the graphic image on the front. And on the back is the name of everybody who earned points uh, that winter, who got 15 points or more, 15 points or more. And uh, so last year we had 75 names on the shirt of everybody that had, had qualified to do it. And the more points you get, the cheaper the shirt is. So it starts at $12. So if you just barely qualify, you buy it for 12 And every 10 points, you get like another buck off. And we had somebody earn 90 points. I think Laura earned about 90, 90, 90 points, points last year, which is insane. And then if so, then the winner gets a free shirt. Yep. She got a free shirt. And you guys, uh, this is the most hard work free shirt you can earn <laughs> in Milwaukee. I'm pretty sure. That would be true. That would be true. But she gets bragging rights, and her name's listed first on the back of the shirts. So. And then the order on the shirts is... In the order of points. In the order of points. Yeah, so if you see one of those around town, you see somebody wearing the black uh, OMG I Ran All Winter shirt with the beautiful footprints in the snow place under the Calatrava uh, graphic uh, design art museum. Uh, we have footprints in the snow under the Calatrava. That's the front design. So it sounds like you guys need to show up, start earning some winter running points with OMG, yep. and get yourself possibly yeah. a purple shirt. Now, if nothing else, you come and get points. Secondarily, you earn some friends. Three, you get some exercise. Four, you increase your serotonin. Five, you, uh, you prolong your life. Uh, six, you feel better. Seven, you have better focus at work and during the day. Uh, so I, I don't know. There's probably about 100 advantages to going for a run. Even if you're not fast, it doesn't matter. So. Just got to get out there and do it. Getting out there is the hardest part. It is. That's why we give you points. 
So you get these points, but year round, OMG, is it correct to say has the most runs out of any running group? Per by week? by far in Wisconsin, we have in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, we have fourteen runs per week. I haven't checked out of state, so. I don't know how many other running groups have 14 runs in, in any given week. So 14 runs, seven days, that means two runs a day. Can you go give a breakdown? Pretty much there's a morning every day of the week, so we'll just skip that. Yeah, every Milwaukee. day of the week, there's a morning run. Our schedule's all online. Just Google Milwaukee Running Group, you'll find us. Um, we show up number one for Milwaukee runners. If you any Basically, any variation of Milwaukee and running, uh, you'll, the Milwaukee Running Group is, shows up very good. And um, it shows up high on the list. But then the evening runs, the, our most popular run is Monday night, uh, Wednesday night, Saturday morning are our most popular runs. And Saturdays are the quote-unquote long runs. Long runs, yeah, which is anywhere from Five. Four, four miles to 23. Averaging around, uh, I'd say the average is 6 to 11. That's a, that's, is that an average? I don't know, can you say that? I, I would know. say most people go <clears throat> 5 to 11. 5 to 11. Because yeah. of the, the route. Yep. It's a halfway is five and the full is 11 and a half. Yep. Ending at Colectivo on the lake for yep. a nice cup of coffee. Ice cup of coffee. And some friendship afterwards. Or hot chocolate and some friendship. Yeah. I mean, some of the best parts of the group are the activities that come along with the group. It's called the Monday meal. Show up and run at night, correct? Yep. And then you guys go out for dinner after. Every Monday for the last uh, six years or so. Six years? Five or six years, yeah. We've had uninterrupted Monday meal. Did we we might have missed one day. There was a How many repeats of restaurants? Uh, well, we really like. Uh, oh, the summers are different. I should say. Yeah, that's true. Well, let's do, let's do the the thing. Repeats occasionally. Transfer pizza is very popular. Uh, Screaming tuna for sushi is a, is one of the more popular. So we try to go there twice, three times a year. But pretty much we're going to a new place. We always try to find some place new we haven't been before uh, to explore, and we discover some just amazing uh, restaurants. And, and little places. Beer Line Cafe was, uh, didn't know it existed. And it, amazing food. And it's it's 100% vegetarian, which you wouldn't know going in there. And then uh, all of a sudden we discovered this this really cool place. Um, uh, well, Transfer Pizza used to be over in Downer, and then they moved down to the south side. So that's our favorite pizza place. So we do that. And then in the summertime, we go over to the Hubbard Park Beer Garden. Um, favorite place uh, every Monday. Uh, that is very, very popular. Because uh, they have half-price beer on Mondays if you bring your own mug, and so uh, I mean you can bring your own food from wherever you, you want. You bring your own food. Over. I mean yeah. it's crazy. Everyone shows up. People who don't even run just show up to the <laughs> Hubbard Park Monday meal to hang out. Yeah, <laughs> you get so many people coming straight from work. It's it's awesome. It's a beautiful venue, and uh, yeah, I, I love it over there. <sighs> well, and it's a great community. So OMG <clears throat> runs. 14 days a week, yep. all over the city, from Tosa to Lapham Peak to the east side. Yep. Mainly on the east side. Mainly on the east side. In the summers, you go down to South Shore Park. Which is uh, near South Side, right? Yes. It's beautiful. So out of all the runs, hmm. what is your favorite OMG route? So I I do love the South Shore um, route, uh, starting at South Shore Park along the Oak Leaf Trail, down along the bluffs, along the edge of the lake. Uh, away from the streets, quiet. Uh, the trail is wide, so you can run three or four people across uh, very often. And uh, it's just so beautiful coming back. And yeah, there's no... It's one of my favorite views in Milwaukee. It is. is when, you come, when you're coming down... Yeah, when you're coming con- back. When you're coming back by the condos, yeah. going south, 
and you see the skyline. See this the Milwaukee distance. skyline just did, and the sailboats in the summertime. And, and the... it's usually ninety degrees and humid, and you're just sweating, <laughs> waiting to get back. Yeah. At, at these runs afterwards, there's always a lot of picnic. So there's always great beer. beers or your beverage of your choice. So yep. that always is a motivation to get back. Yeah. We have some wonderful benefactors who have uh, donated uh, large sums of beer on a recurring basis. And so we have a bottomless beer cooler that gets refilled every week. And so on Wednesday nights, we bring the bottomless beer cooler um, and, uh, and serve, serve free beer and Gatorade. Uh, so there's members that don't drink. And so we have opportunities for them to have beverages of their choice, uh, usually water or whatever you want. And, a little bit uh, of everything. A little bit of everything, yeah. And then snacks and uh, a little picnic going on, uh, grilling out. So OMG not only runs 14 days a week and does fun activities after <clears throat> the run, but you, you guys do some awesome activities um, like camping every year. Yeah. Probably the biggest Fall 50 group goes up there. About 50 people this year? 50, we had 40 this year, 50 last year. Yeah. And so the Fall 50 is a big race up in North County, a 50-mile relay race, since so we put teams of five together. Uh, we rent a couple big, huge mansions up there in Door County, and we'll put uh, 20, 25 people into a house. Um, people sleeping everywhere. Which is uh, a blast. Which is a lot of fun, yeah. And, um, uh, and, and good. And so community food, uh, OMG buys um, some food, uh, provides some beverages. And then just people bring bring their own stuff. And then we have a relay race from the tip of Door County down to Sturgeon Bay. And it's just gorgeous. It's in the fall time. The leaves are changing. The honey crisp apples are everywhere. You can smell the pumpkin pies can, cooking at yeah. the orchards when you're running by. The wine tasting is ready to go. So And then but, some years it rains and it's just miserable. <laughs> but this year they had uh, the snowstorm and uh, it didn't it rained and snowed and then That's we right. had 45 mile an hour winds. So one of the one of the members, one of the female members, was in a porta potty at the halfway point, and uh, a big gust of wind blew, and and she was, uh, she felt that she ought to get out of the porta potty, and so she did. And then um, as soon as she got out, the porta potty blew over. So no way. So this is really. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that. <clears throat> and, I'm speechless. Uh, so it was a, it was a pretty exciting. Uh, Pretty exciting thing. So, and that, that segues just a bit. Well, you talk about the other activities. So the Fall 50 is one of them. But we also have the annual Goodwill Party. It's an all-night party. And one of the highlights of the Goodwill Party is the Banana Awards. So we give out awards to everybody and anybody in the group who has done something interesting or notable. And so this year, Anna, who was in that porta potty will get a Banana Award for uh, surviving the, the Fall 50 porta potty tip. She'll get, a, she'll get an award for... Uh, for that. That's a great award. We, we gave one to Andy one year for uh, drinking out of a puddle during the middle of a marathon. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Another, gross. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do what you got to do you gotta when do you're you the do. last couple miles of yeah. a marathon. But Yeah, so he was, um, but yeah, so we, we make note and I have a collection of things and, and the people have been submitting them to me. Of, so uh, the best part about the banana awards is they're actual bananas on a string. They are bananas. Yeah. So someone in OMG has to go and buy 50 bananas from the grocery store, right? Or, or, uh, 70, yeah. Or 70. It's always an <laughs> impressive picture of someone at the checkout with 70 bananas. Yeah, so what are these for? <laughs> uh, do you have any more in the back? You only have 50 out here. We need 70. <laughs> so we give out real banana awards to everybody that's on. So, but that's part of the um, the Goodwill party. It's it's a legendary party, uh, which is now, I think, this is our seventh Goodwill party. I mean, uh, they're pretty fun. It's yeah. at it's at 
Northwoods. Yeah. Same place where I'm um, the president of Your Northwoods. company. Yeah. And then the sub-basement, because this is, the, your your building is Not like, the basement, it's the sub-basement. The sub-basement. It's, yeah. it's an old bomb shelter? Or, it's an old or, bomb shelter. Fallout shelter. From, fallout shelter. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, there's two or three basements in this place. Yes. And in the very bottom... Is a big gym that I built down there. Which which the group does plyometrics in the winter. Winter and yoga. And yoga. And Pilates. And Pilates. All for free. If you're a member of the group, all of this stuff is free. And uh, and then we play dodgeball down well, there. That's the best part is dodgeball. <laughs> and that's where it gets intense. That's where we have a midnight game of dodgeball in the middle of the party. So. Yeah, a midnight game of dodgeball after everyone's been yeah. having fun for a while. So that's pretty cool. Um, so we have, a, we have a wintertime party. Uh, so... Yeah, none of this. Just get around and you know eat some food and have a little dance and then go home. What's your favorite? What's your favorite OMG event? Activity. I love the campouts in the summer. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Um, favorite one. And those are usually you just rotate different state parks. Yep. So we've been to we've been up to um, Peninsula State Park, uh, Pottawatomie State Park. Um, we have stayed at oh, this year. We're going to Governor Dodge State Park. Been out to Devil's Lake um, and camped over there. So uh, Governor Dodge, I have not been there in a long time. Oh, this past summer, I'm sorry, we went to Wyalusing State Park. And uh, so it's a whole weekend. I think we had about uh, 30 people or so come along. Families are invited. Kids come along. Dogs come along. And uh, we spend the weekend camping. If you haven't been to Wyalusing, beautiful vista views on a giant bluff overlooking the Mississippi River. It's fantastic. And uh, that, many members say that's their favorite thing. Even people that say they hate camping, <laughs> which is like five or six people every time. It's like, I've, I haven't camped since I was a little girl, and I, I hated it. And I said, oh, just come along. You'll, you'll be fine. You're going to be cool. And they come, and they go, oh, my God, Patrick, this was the best thing I've done in years. It's just, it's relaxing. It's so much fun. You got to know how to camp. And see, I'm a Boy Scout leader. So you know. You so know, I, know like, how to, I know how to make people comfortable. I don't know how to camp, so I'm one of those people. It's yeah. like, I don't like camping. And then I'd yeah. go and be like, well, this is not Patrick's first rodeo, and it would yeah. be a blast. Yeah, it is. Well, you got to know how to be comfortable and uh, and what to do about bugs. Yeah. I have these little um, these tennis rackets that are useful. They're electric tennis rackets that you can use to kill mosquitoes and flies. I've seen those. And we hand those out, and then uh, people swing them around. And, it's a secret. And all of a sudden, it's fun. You know, like you have mosquitoes flying around, you can swing your tennis racket and you can just fry all the mosquitoes it's it's actually it has a, a cathartic effect of, of just you feel you feel like a release of uh of energy every time you kill a fly or a mosquito that's great yeah. and then you guys pro i assume go on runs i haven't been to one of these yet campouts uh, and you guys right do run a day yep. go explore the yeah go explore the park usually the local everybody. area we'll go go for a oh anywhere from a three to ten mile run that day different distances so it's pretty cool so i mean omg not only are you guys running in town, right, and creating that scene, but yep. you guys are building relationships with each other, with like the community, mm -hmm. going out and doing all these things. It's it's, it's we have an Oak Leaf Trail cleanup, so we give back to the community in May. It's one of the things I know that the, the you know there's other running groups in town that are are active. Also, we're we're far more active as far as the number of runs and activities going on. Mm -hmm. We don't do races, so that's kind of a distinction between us and and Badgerland Striders, who we you know we, we know and love. And I'm a member of, of that running group also. And they, the Badgerland Striders, have an emphasis more primarily on, on offering races. Uh, they, they have a great race organization and enough funds and, and volunteers to be able to put that on. Mm -hmm. And we don't do races except for one, 
uh, race, which is the Beer Mile. <laughs> My favorite OMG event. <laughs> and that's the one we get probably the most participants in. The Beer Mile. The Beer Mile. Let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. So if you don't know what a Beer Mile is, yeah. it's basically a mile with beer. You think of a track, a track. 400 meter track. 400 meter track. And you have to drink a beer between each lap, because four laps is a mile. Yep. <clears throat> and OMG puts on an annual race for it. We do. The only official Milwaukee beer mile in Milwaukee. The only official beer mile. Uh, so in Milwaukee? Else, in Milwaukee? In Wisconsin or just Milwaukee? Uh, you know, if there is there one in Wisconsin. There was rumors that it was Wisconsin. But it we'll just be. stick to Milwaukee. Uh, we'll stick to Milwaukee because I don't have any proof otherwise. But, okay. Uh, yeah, nobody else does it. Some professional firm about three years ago tried to come in and charge 45 bucks. Uh, for a beer mile, they were going to do it out at State Fair Park, and um, they canceled it uh, with not, I think, either too much competition from us, or I don't know what, whatever. But they they went away. It's like we do it. Ours is free, um, so come on down. Yeah, bring it's your a, own beer. Bring your all you have to do is bring your own beer. BYOB. And you know, so bring four bottles of beer, four cans of beer. It has to be five point alcohol, and we set everything else up. We run the whole race infrastructure. We set up, measure the course, we, and then we have a huge picnic afterwards. This year we had balloon tosses and and uh, we even had a kids event. We had a root beer, a root beer hundred k for all the, all the toddlers. <laughs> I forgot about that, but it's fun because it's timed, so yeah. you actually get an official time. You do. There's winners. There are bragging rights. Bragging rights. There are losers, aka people who throw up. So what? If you, if, you, throw up? if you throw up at all during this event, you have to run an extra lap. Yeah. So yeah, it's not. You don't have to drink an extra beer. You just got to run an extra you lap. Yeah, run an extra lap. So. So if you've never done it, you should come out and try it. It's usually in August, right? Mm-hmm. So usually that's for our first or second weekend in August. So train this summer. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so how do you train? Up? Training for the beer mile. Yeah. Do you have any tips, Alex? What's the? I, I just think you need to you need to practice it a little bit. So yeah. Um, maybe not do the whole thing, but not four beers. Slam a beer and run as fast as you can for yeah. four hundred meters. So the guys that that win the beer miles that are uh, highly competitive because there's a there's a world championship beer miles up in Canada yeah uh, and they can run these beer mile in under five minutes right isn't it four yeah. minutes 40 seconds we can probably google what the what the results are beer, beer mile record what the, I feel like a guy a couple of years ago ran like a five something yeah he, he broke five time. minutes for the first time I think and, so then, the, and since then it's been smashed a couple more times the beer mile world record is four minutes and 24 seconds oh my lord yeah Four minutes and 24 seconds. Everyone take a minute to think about your fastest mile, which probably is not that. Yeah. And now drinking four beers four between meals. each lap. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> insane. And so they, that guy, so let's say a four-minute mile is a pretty good achievement for any really, really serious Olympic athlete can run a four-minute mile, I assume. Right? Because that, that, the, the barrier has been broken. Mm-hmm. So now you have 24 seconds to drink four beers. So at 24 divided by 4 is 6 seconds. You have to be able to drink a beer in 6 seconds. So if you take a beer and you turn it upside down and pour it out, essentially if you just dump it on the ground, it takes about 5.5 seconds, 6 seconds to dump out a beer. So essentially these guys are turning that beer upright and they're just dumping it down their throat. Uh, and I, uh, So I don't know well, how they do that. What an achievement. You're good at drinking <laughs> and running. I could have thought growing up like, hey, well, what yeah. do you do? What do you do? Yeah, I compete in the Beer Mile World Championships every year. Do you, do you, do you, would, would you put that on your resume? Would you put... Uh, yeah, does that go under achievements? Special skills. Special skills. Yeah. I think to, so. 
I just think when you bring it up in the interview, you just don't say like, I'm good at drinking, but you're like, yeah, I really, I won this event because of totality of all my skills together. (laughs) So if you're good at the beer mile uh, in your Milwaukee community, our record uh, for the Milwaukee beer mile is six minutes and 41 seconds set by Tim Sigelski. I can double check that, but it's in the six minute. Was that Tim that said that? Tim said that, yeah. And so we've had other contenders. Um, Shout out to Tim. Way to go. Yeah. And so we've other people come close to that, but Tim holds the record uh, inside there. And Jenny Zwegerman holds the woman's record with uh, nine minutes uh, and 10 seconds, somewhere right around in there. Uh, so the woman's record's up for grabs here. Jenny Zwegerman uh, holds that record. Jenny's Shout out to Jenny. Jenny also won Lakefront she did. two years ago. Yeah, so. Yes. A lot of lot, she has a lot of local championships under her belt here. Yeah, so if you run with OMG, you get to run with people that have uh, won the beer mile, won the Lakefront Marathon, and we have members who have taken last place in local five Ks, actually dead last of you know where they they cut the course down and now here comes uh, I won't name names, but uh, one of our members is actually uh, several times taken last place in the five K. OMG accepts everybody. We do. We don't care. Right there. Yeah. That's it. Just show up, man. That's Just it. show up to the runs. Yeah. The, the Oak Leaf Trail cleanup is our service project in May. So we give back to the community. Uh, one of the trails we run on all the time, uh, the East Side Oak Leaf Trail. We get, this year we had uh, 120 volunteers out there uh, cleaning up the trail, picking up trash for two or three hours. Which is great. It looks so much better when we're done. So much trash falls you into the... You believe how many bags of trash we get. It's insane. It's incredible. Yeah. I always have so much fun doing that. This year, or last year, I should say, um, you you opened it up to Badgerland, right? So I we did. had a lot of Badgerland Strider members come we had, as well. Uh, we had uh, 15 or 20 Strider members show up. Uh, so it was good. And I, hopefully the next year, I think as the word spreads a little bit more and Badger gives a little bit more time uh, to prone it, we have to do a better job of communicating uh, that. And maybe this pod will help. I'll get the word out to that in early May, first um, Sunday afternoon in May, whatever that weekend is. I think it'll be May 4th or 5th or 6th uh, this year. I could look at the calendar if I wanted. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. But it looks so much more beautiful when you, mm. you don't really notice it, but once you do and you're like, look at all this trash and you clean it up and yeah. the trail we run on every day looks beautiful. You, you fill up all those bags. Where did all this trash come from? And we find some interesting stuff. We give out prizes for them most interesting things yeah that's right what was found was there a cell phone found on cell cell phone we found wallets they found ids people's uh their their photo ids driver's license uh one one of the kids found a five dollar bill so because we have kids come out there and participate in this yeah it's a lot of fun yeah tires and and old windshield wipers and and uh if you know the oakley trail between (laughs) it's usually downtown like between brady street and well, locust. Yeah. Probably. Yep. So you know it's kind of down in the little valley there. Yeah. How much garbage accumulates on those hillsides is crazy. It's crazy. We haven't found any dead bodies or anything, but uh, so that's good. Well, that's good. Yeah. That would be. <laughs> we wouldn't want that. No. So we had lots of activities, lots of stuff going on. I think we've cut, t- touched about half of them, but uh, uh, there's there's so much stuff going on all the time. Uh, big social thing. I think a lot of people join OMG for the social connection part of it. So. Um, Running is a great excuse, uh, but I'd say it. I'd say a third of our members are married. Um, another 10, 15 percent are coupled in some way, shape, or form, uh, and maybe maybe half of the members are single, um, of all different ages, uh, all different interests. And so, it's a wonderful melting pot 
where people can meet other people in a really safe uh, environment, build connections. It's always great to start with a new runner or someone you don't know and you're running next to them. Yeah. All you can, all you have to do is talk. Yeah. You can learn so much about new you know, friends, meet new friends so quickly. Everybody you meet knows something you don't. And being able to, to have that connection uh, is there and just create a little tiny bit of listening space and you can learn some stuff. Learn about books I didn't know about, um, podcasts I didn't know that existed, and uh, uh, new movies I haven't seen, and, and getting the, the book review on the latest music scene in the bar that just opened. All of this stuff is just happening, and if you don't mix in with other people that you don't know, and you meet plumbers and doctors and lawyers and, and, and accountants and teachers and, and um, Peace Corps workers and, and AmeriCorps, Teach for America, volunteers in town and, and traveling salesmen and, and carpenters and massage therapists. And there's just like all these people that you, would, you wouldn't hang out with otherwise. And all of a sudden you're running buddies. And that's, that's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So. It's incredible. OMG stories. So how about how many people have gotten married from meeting at OMG? Oh, <laughs> uh, so how many people got married in OMG? Excellent question. Um, we have currently four marriages um, that uh, occurred with people that met in the group. Um, How many of those have you officiated? <laughs> I've officiated two of them so far. My third one is coming up. Uh, third one is coming up uh, this fall. If you find love at OMG, there's probably a high chance you end up having Patrick officiate your well, wedding. It's it's an, I'm an available option. I'm very very cheap. So I'll do it for a beer, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so. If you have, if if you found love in the group and and uh, you, you don't need a whole lot of God and Jesus in your in your in your wedding ceremony. I'm your guy, so I don't know if you want to put that in there. I think you did great. <laughs> I was at um, member number seven's wedding. You yeah. did a wonderful job. Yeah, I'd recommend you. Well, I'll give you. you a good Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not one of those things that I. We I forgot to put that in the intro. Yeah. An ordained minister. An ordained minister. <laughs> OMG means a lot to its members, but it also means a lot to Milwaukee. How does OMG fit in amongst all the other running groups? We were talking a little bit before the show on yeah. what percentage you think Mo OMG has of Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, but you guys do mean a lot to the city. You also fit in compared to different groups, like you said, with Badgerland. They have their running races, right? Yeah. They're not putting on races. Right. Yeah, They the Badger has... Um, a couple runs, they're more active in the summer with training runs. And Badgerlands Riders is a, a, a bigger group uh, member-wise. They've been around for 40, 40, 50 years, long time. And uh, they started, um, yeah, 40, 50 years ago. What Striders does is uh, some training runs and a lot more races. Uh, they have fun runs in the summer and marathon build-up runs, and they have some track workouts. So in the summer, I think they peak at three, three or four um, training runs per week and then in the winter time they get far less active uh there's just one one or two things per week going on but they they have a larger membership uh, but not nearly as active and so if you want to connect with other people and meet people it with a, a group that has a much more a mission of making connections and building some social networks uh that's what we're good at and uh, not to say striders aren't, aren't good at that we're just better at it and um uh that's our emphasis, and other than the beer mile, and the, uh, we don't really have any other races that we sponsor or organize. And so we take advantage of the, uh, we're pleased to help volunteer for these other organizations. So we, we volunteer for Striders uh, races. We have a big crew of people that volunteer for the Lakefront Marathon, which is a Strider race. Which is always a blast. 
Yeah. If I don't run the race, I love volunteering. Yeah, it's great. We, we, OMG's been usually at the Concordia, mile seven stop for the yep. last handful of years. We yeah. changed this year to mile two. Mile two. But the surge, be able to handle, yeah. The surge. <laughs> 3,000 people coming through in a in How a crazy is window. that? Because everyone's still bunched together. Yeah. Like at mile two, you have people going, what, like eight, nine, nine minutes coming through? Yeah. And then you have people, even like the slowest running, there's just the gap isn't there yet. Right. Because it's only, yeah, they just started the race. So, so how crazy was that this year? It was insane. Being able to hand out that much water and Gatorade to 3,000 people coming through in a 10-minute window. Yeah, so it's good. And you've run the, the lakefront, and I have too. And so it's a beautiful course. It's my favorite race because that's the one that I qualified for Boston in. They only my one and only time. And you can't see it because we're on the, we're on the radio right now, but they, uh, I'm wearing my Boston jacket. Patrick's got his. Yeah, oh, we got we His Boston 2016 jacket. I was actually there to watch Patrick cross the finish line in 2016. Yeah, I wasn't too far behind your wife uh, at the time. My wife and Patrick qualified, and Clint. There was a bunch of OMG at the same everyone. time. But, um, so you qualified in 2015? Yep, at, at Lakefront uh, Marathon. Uh, 2014. That's right, because yeah. Lakefront's kind of after the cutoff, so you yes. have to wait like that extra year-ish for yeah, it. So we qualified. And I was chasing um, uh, your wife, Christina, uh, at the time. We had trained together for almost two years uh, for that race. And she, it's a great story because she, we were running lakefront together. And at mile 16, she got, we were running together and she got a severe cramp and, and basically kind of stopped running. And I felt terrible. Like, and she said, just go, just go. And I, oh, man, I'm leaving her behind. You know, we trained for two years and you know, I'm abandoning her. So I, I took off, and uh, I didn't see her again until mile 25 when she passed me. And she came sneaking on up and ran past me. I thought, what the heck? What the heck? I was going to say a different word. And, um, and there was Christina running in front of me. I had one mile to go, and I, I was running out of gas. <laughs> uh, and, but I knew I had a good time, and I needed to qualify for Boston. I needed them three minutes and 30 seconds, three, three hours and 30 let me do that again. We needed three hours and 30 minutes, 3.30. And so Christina's up in front of me, and I'm going, well, there's, that's my Boston time right there because we were right on 3.30, and then the 3.30 pace group passed me. So at this point, what mile were you uh, at? We were at 25 and a half. So you're almost there, and half you're just missing it. And I'm going, Ugh, I, I want to give up. I just, I just want to stop and walk. And, and then, but then seeing Christina up in front, and seeing that pace group up in front, I just dug really, really, I think deeper than I've ever dug before. And I, I gutted it out and I said, all right, you can do this. Just suck it up and suffer some pain for a while. And I did. And I sped up and I finished with a 329, eight seconds behind your wife. And, uh, and uh, to this day, I credit her with being that, that final motivation, at which was enough for me to qualify for Boston and to get in. So. That is that is cutting it close. It was close, and that was at that point in time. That was a forty-five minute personal record. I improved my marathon 45 time. Forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes was my next closest time after that. So that is impressive. That's my that's my marathon story. Never mm -hmm. been able to match it, but someday. Yeah, you yeah. went there. You ran Boston. I did. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. We won't talk about that race, but it was a beautiful. It was a nice hot day. That's a different race. We don't tell race stories here, but um, that was fun. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up here, yep. we're going to go into our rapid fire questions. What shoes are you running in right now? And would you buy them again? I'm running in Hoka Clifton fives and I would buy them again. So yes, like them a lot. Learned about them through performance running. They came to one of our runs and got me to try on a pair and I liked them. 
So Clifton Fives. Shout out to Pro. If you could bring one person to Milwaukee to run with, who would it be? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, you know, um, thinking of, a, of famous people that, that run, that it would be um, one of the guys that the host of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, his name is Peter Sagal. And uh, I understand that he's both a funny guy, an excellent interviewer, and he, he's a runner too. So he runs, uh, I think he's run Boston and New York marathons. And I would love to be able to go for a long run with Peter Sagal and just pick his brain on, on what makes him so funny. I think he went to Harvard, too. So I think he's a really smart guy. And so I, I, I enjoy running with smart people. So Peter Sagal would be my pick. Favorite route to run in Milwaukee? My favorite route? Well, I, I, we already mentioned that I, I do love the South Shore run uh, along South Shore Park, along the Oak Leaf Trail. Um, but I, you know... I just love running along the Milwaukee Lakefront. There's no run I don't like, as long as it's on the east side someplace. Just it's so beautiful down there. So I love them all. All my children. I love all my children equally. Your favorite Milwaukee meal post long run? I typically don't eat after long run. You don't eat after long runs? I have a chocolate milk. That's impressive. Chocolate milk from Collectivo. All right, so chocolate milk from Collectivo. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, yeah. This it. Our root beer sitting out in the lawn. Laying down in the, the warm summer breeze with a root beer or a chocolate milk. Favorite Milwaukee race? Yeah, I enjoy the, uh, the half marathons um, that are out there. So I like the, I'm going to go uh, with the Esterbrook half. It's a lot of fun. Uh, that's a Badgerland Strider race uh, out of Esterbrook Park, usually in August. And uh, it's a half marathon. I like a half marathon distance. It's my favorite. And that goes out and back on the Oakley Trail. I love it because you can see people coming and going um, uh, on the trail. So you say hi to all your friends. Um, South Shore half is similar, but it's usually colder. So I like the, I like the August timing of the yeah Esterbrook the Esterbrook half. halves in August. Yeah. South Shore is still early in the year. It could be it's yeah. snow in some years. Yeah. So if I, uh, I enjoy those races. Do you have any upcoming races or upcoming running goals? Uh, this year I ran two thousand miles, um, and I'd like to see if I could repeat that next year. I think I want to do two thousand again. Yeah, but I want to be a little bit more proactive on it. I want to actually get a little bit of a, 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 some buffer built up. So if, uh, two thousand miles is basically forty miles a week. Uh, so that'll get you pretty close to to what the goal is. And so my goal is to run some forty fives and forty fives and forty fives and put some put some miles in the bank because in, invariably I'm going to strain my calf muscle in august and i'm going to i'm going to been uh, there not feel so good in november and and then i'm going to have to go on vacation in june and i won't get my run in and so smart so i like it bank some hours planning ahead yeah all right let's talk a little omg questions give one reason why someone should come to omg make friends um meet people feel better about yourself those three answers wow i love it all right. How can people find out about OMG? Google. Just type in Milwaukee Running Group. Um, and there's only one. So you'll find us pretty quickly. Uh, you can actually type Milwaukee Running Club. That works pretty well also. If you just type OMG, I'm not sure what you're going to get. Uh, but if you type Milwaukee OMG, actually, I've never tried that. See what happened. So people, we'll people remember Milwaukee. OMGs are our nickname for um, the original Milwaukee Running Group, uh, which the, we will say that... Uh, that doesn't make any sense, but we say the R is silent. So OMG stands for the original Milwaukee Running Group, but the R is silent. OMG. OMG. If you type Milwaukee OMG, yeah, you you count, you're the first six, <laughs> All right. seven, eight searches. So you can do that. You can type Milwaukee Running Club, Milwaukee Running Group, Milwaukee Running, Milwaukee OMG, 
we'll get you there. You find us and you find our, our meetup page, our Facebook page, or our website. All of them will lead you to the same place and you can find out what our schedule is and, and come join us anytime. The okay. first run is free. The second run is free. The third run is free. In fact, it's free for as long as you do. If you want to, it's $5 a year dues and that just makes you feel good about yourself and helps us buy some beer and some snacks for other stuff. But yeah, it, running is free. Uh, but if you want to help support the group, uh, we ask for $5 per year in dues. And we have enough people that, that, that pay that to keep us sustained. So we have a pretty low budget, but we're able to make do uh, with that. And uh, we do quite well. Awesome. Well, guys, go check out OMG on Facebook or Meetup and go join them for a run. Just show up, man. Thanks for being on the show, Patrick. Thanks for having me in, Alex. This, is, uh, this has been a lot of fun.